When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. Hey there, believers. I got a good episode for you today. I'm bringing on Gabe. I didn't catch his last name. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing on Gabe, and he's going to talk to us about a what sounds like a demonic encounter. Uh, maybe, maybe a demon-possessed friend from uh, a few years back. It, it's... When I read it, it's one of the scariest things that I could imagine witnessing. It, it sounded horrible, absolutely horrible, frightening. And he, he deals with the memory of this, I guess, to this day. But he reached out to me through the website, thebumppodcast.com, and uh, shared the story with me. So we're scheduled to talk here this morning. This is a early Saturday morning, the only time I had available right now. So... Um, in just a few moments, Gabe will hop on here and we'll we'll get into this. Hang on. Got it. Cool. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm Gabe Bonner. I uh, I guess my internet persona would be Gabe the Revelator. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Revelator Gabe. Um, YouTube Gabe the Revelator. Exchanging Dialogues podcast on all the podcast platforms. And I first want to say that I've been a big fan of the Bump podcast. I love what you do here, Bo. I said this to you in the email, but I think you're one of the most open-minded and easily to listen to people on the conspiracy platform, on all the platforms, but specifically the conspiracy platform. So I really do appreciate that. Thank and you me. also come at it from a, a, a religious mindset to a worldview that is more religious and i come from that as well so entering into the world of the dog man and sasquatch and the yahweh coming from that from a religious perspective not a lot of people are doing that it's more of like the supernatural scientific even perspective so you coming at it from that way that really resonated with me and that's why i reached out to you i'm like this is the guy if i'm gonna tell anyone my worst day ever it would have to be it would have to be the Buck Heavy podcast. Had to be the Bomb podcast. That'd be the only person that seems to make sense to me. So first, I wanted to say that, and I appreciate that. Hey, thanks so much, man. That's so kind of you, Gabe. I I appreciate it. Uh, things just kind of have taken a different direction. You know what I mean? Since I started, <laughs> you know, after a couple of years of doing this, you know, things get. I I heard Sam Tripoli say it. You know, all 
everything you know conspiracy leads to spirituality or whatever well, I, yeah. I was a Christian before I started but over the last couple of years it's like my faith has just grown tenfold and a lot of us do to the oh, stories yeah. that we go into man uh, it just it takes away any kind of doubt or any kind of lack of faith it this solidifies it <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. yeah oh I absolutely do and I couldn't agree more and I first heard you on the tinfoil hat that's where mm -hmm. i first got to, to hear and i heard you talk and i was like oh this dude is awesome and i went <laughs> back to your to your get-go and i started listening to all the bump podcasts at work so i listened to like i could get like three or four in in a day sometimes oh, so wow. i was <laughs> <laughs> i was going pretty heavy on the bump for a while oh. so yeah that's uh and sam rules and he does a great job too and uh i'm glad that there are people like that out there as well he he's a good guy for I sure appreciate you, man so yeah um Yes, yeah, so I'll just the, jump into it. Yeah, man. I want to hear all about the worst day of your life and what led up to it, man. Let, let's hear it. Sure thing, man. Let's let's do it. And it was over. The entire thing took over the first semester of college for me. I went to college in Southern Pennsylvania, Shippensburg University. Um, I'm from Central Pennsylvania, from a tiny town of like three thousand people. Um, my graduating class was fourteen, so like it's very small town. Um, went to this university. I'm there for maybe two weeks. A couple of friends from high school were also at this university. One of them's on the soccer team. And she calls my roommate and I and says one of her teammates locked herself in the bathroom. And we're thinking it's like, you know, girl drama, whatever. We just got to go down there and we got to take down the door. That's the whole thing. They probably should have called an RA or a custodian or something, but they didn't. They called us. So we go down there, we take the door down. And when we open the door, this girl is on the floor with an empty bottle of pills. Like she tried to commit suicide. So we call the ambulance and the ambulance comes. And at that time, no one is going to go with this girl. And that to me, that's crazy. Like no one's going to go with the ambulance. No one's going to go to the hospital to check on her to make sure she wakes up. So I went, I was like, I guess I got it. I don't even know this person. I've never met this person before, but it's like, I guess I got to go because no one else is going. So I go to the hospital and uh, we, I become friends with this girl. Um, she joins our, our circle of friends, our friend group. And I just tried to be as nice as possible because I thought this person was alone. I thought this person had no friends. So I'm just trying to be as nice as possible. But she starts talking to us about her home life and starts talking to about her mom and dad and how her dad was abusive to her and her sister. And she's a twin and she has two older sisters who are also twins. And wow. he abused all of them at one time or another. Her, she talks about her mom taking like trinkets and ornaments and statues from her room and putting them in Nat's room and then taking those and moving them into a room in the house that Nat wasn't allowed to go into. And just this, these weird things that we kind of had to explain, like my mom doesn't do that. My right. mom doesn't take weird statues from her room and put them in my room. So just all of these weird things she started talking about. And then I guess the first the first real incident where I'm like, okay, something, something's going on here. This isn't just like a troubled young lady. Like something's happening here. I'm sitting in her room with her roommate and I'm sitting on a chair and they're both on their beds. And Nat starts talking about how she's been watching me for 18 years. She knew we were going to meet here. She knew this is where we were supposed to meet. And then she started reciting the book of Genesis about the fall starts talking about how the serpent was the most, uh, 
uh, what's the serpent is the the most uh, I forget what the word is, um, but the most clever of all of God's creatures created before him. And I was just like, what are you talking about? Like she didn't know the scripture. We've never talked about the Bible. So for her doing this, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you talking about? I'm looking at her roommate. Like, what do you think's going on here? Yeah. And then she started to have a seizure and mm. it was a really violent seizure. And to the point where she, so the way the room was set up, all of the furniture is kind of like Lego pieces. So like the, the, the desk could go into the dresser drawers, the dresser drawers could go under the bed and the bed was kind of on top of this platform where everything was underneath it. Mm. So she's up on this upper level and she flipped heel overhead into the window that was above the bed and started sliding down the back of the bed. So I jump out of the chair, run up and I like pull her back onto the bed. And she's looking at me like I'm an insane person. She's like, what are you doing? You know, get off of me. Like, why are you on top of me? And I was like, dude, you were just having a seizure. We need to call the ambulance. She's like, no way. You're not calling an ambulance. I'm going to bed. You guys just get out of here basically. So, you know, that's what we did. You know, if someone doesn't want the ambulance, I'm not going to force an ambulance call on them. So, you know, yeah. I left and maybe two days later, she checks herself into the emergency room and I didn't know it. It was, you know, I was at class. I come home and they're like, Nat was checked herself into the emergency room. So I call her. She tells me her mom's on her way to come to get her. She doesn't want her mom to come pick her up. So I call my aunt. <laughs> who lives in Maryland, because I don't have a car. I'm at college. I have no way to get there. Right. I call my aunt. She drives like an hour, picks me up, drives me to the hospital. I go in and try to find Nat's room. The receptionist tells me that she's been checked out by her mother. So I call Nat again. Now they're back at campus, and she's trying to pack up Nat's stuff to leave. Wow. So we head back to campus. Um, and the I had contacted one of the RAs, Brittany, who – I don't know if it was a lie or not, but basically was saying to the mom, you can't uh, unwillingly force someone off of campus. Like that's kidnapping, even if it's your daughter. I don't know if that's true, right. but this is what they said to keep Nat on campus. Cause Nat, we had kind of said that her mom is abusive, but we didn't go into like the, the crazy detail that we knew it was like, her mom sucks. Don't let her take her with her. Mm -hmm. um, so we're back on campus. And I would say, we thought we won. Like we got Nat back. Everything's good. Maybe a day later, the dad shows up. No questions asked. Doesn't pack up any of her stuff. Takes her to her grandmother's house in Ocean City. So that weekend, two of my friends and I go to Ocean City, Maryland to try to get Nat basically. And we're staying in a condo next door to her dad and her grandmother. And this is, this is the climax. This is the main event. All that leading up was just all the, oh, I did forget one thing. I did forget one. Let me backtrack real quick. Yeah. Before her dad came to pick her up, um, two of my friends, Austin and Greg, they're both religious gentlemen as well. We had Bible study at college. Like this was my core group in college. And I tossed around the idea. I'm like, I don't know exactly what's going on, but I think there might be some sort of haunt or possession going i don't know for sure but i think we should go to nat's room we should pray with her i think that's yeah. what we should do i think that's the best course of action we could take so that's what we did we go to her room and we read from scripture you know we read from psalms you know we read from the book of john you know we just we just read positive uplifting scripture right. and it, nothing crazy happened she didn't seem to like it at one point she turned the lights off which we thought was super odd and, you know, she like kind of sat in the corner, but we just kept reading and 
the only thing of note, and I didn't hear this, but Austin and Greg said they heard what sounded like flapping at the end of the prayer. Like after we said, amen, they said that they heard flapping sound. I didn't hear that. But what we did see that no one could argue is on her desk was one of these squiggly lamps, multicolored lamps. Mm -hmm. The light bulb exploded after we said, amen. Like we ended the prayer light bulb explodes. They said they heard like flapping or wind. I didn't hear anything, but everyone saw the light. So that was like the, that. And then two days later, her dad shows up, takes her to ocean city, Maryland. That was the last time that we had seen her until the major event. So I'm in ocean city and we're in the condo next door. And the first day, no problem. Everything's fine. And then the second is the middle of the night. I don't know what time I wake up to a knocking sound. And what I look over and see is Nat has her hand like entangled in her hair and she's holding it like just a tangled mess. And she's knocking it off of the wall behind this pullout couch that we were staying on. Mm-hmm. And to me that I didn't know, maybe she was like a sleep thing, a sleepwalking situation. I'm still kind of drowsy. So all I try to do is untangle her hand from her hair. And I'm talking to her. I'm like, hey, dude, wake up. What's going on? You know, is, is everything okay? And that's when she took her own hand. And this, this isn't, you can't do this. Like, it's not physically possible to do this. She pulled herself off of the couch by her own hand and hair. Like, if her hand was like a, uh, a knot or something like this, and someone else grabbed a hold of her arm, Right. and pulled it off the couch that's what it looked like that wow. she just drug herself right off the couch onto the floor so that's when i started to panic i'm like okay i think i know what's going on here i ran to the back room to get uh i don't know if i want to say their names but I, to get the two individuals i went down there with i gave the gentleman my phone and i said go ahead and start recording because if anything happens here no one in the world is going to believe me No one's going to believe that she pulled herself off, that she's going crazy. No one's going to believe that you have to record this. So I handed him my phone and I'll send you all these videos if you want. I have a few of them. I would love Um, that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I handed him my phone and I start saying, I start reciting Psalm, Psalm, uh, Psalm 23. Um, Though I walk through the valley, shadow of death, I fear no evil for you are with me, right and staff. That's kind of what I'm saying. I'm talking about how uh, Christ has all the power you know, whatever you are, you have no power here. God has all the power here. Um, he sends the demons into the pig, sends them off the cliff. Like these are the things that I'm saying and I'm getting violent reactions. Mm. It's growling at me. It's spitting at me. It's giving me both middle fingers. Yeah. It's uh, it was, it was horrible. And then I'm standing over top of her and this is all on the recording. I'm standing over top of her. I'm talking about, talking about, the name of christ and you know christ is all the power and you can see from underneath me her leg get picked up and pulled out from underneath me and i'm holding on to her arms trying to keep her from being pulled away and this is i've (laughs) i've got this video on like three different laptops two different hard drives a couple different phones because i'm terrified to ever lose it Um, because to me this is the most important video of all time because it proves it proves to me anyway if to no one else that 100 there is a world beyond the one we live in yes, beyond the one that we see every day so i that's all recorded i uh i'm eventually able to get nat back for a second or two and unfortunately that's where bruce stops the recording and uh i said his name on accident that's okay um, i just won't say last names he stops the recording and uh, we're talking to her for a second or two and this 
this right here is maybe the the scariest two seconds of my entire life because Nat's looking at me and she looks scared and she's looking at me in the eyes and she she says he's right behind you and I didn't see anything I didn't feel anything but she says that she looks terrified she's looking up above me a little bit as I'm standing over and then her eyes went back in her head um, so just the whites were showing the top of her head was on the ground the tips of her toes were on the ground and that was it the rest of her body was in a complete arch right in front of me and I'm trying to like get my hand underneath kind of to, to like brace her sort of because I think she's going to fall and that's when the female that we were with the other one ran out of the condo she saw this happen totally freaked out and started running out of the condo when she ran out the front door Nat rose back to her feet and tried to jump over top of Bruce and I and we were able to catch her but she hit her head it's made probably 10 foot ceilings hit her head on the roof of the condo. We were able to catch her and bring her back down where her dad ended up walking into the condo at this point with no information of what was going on, walked right into the condo. She passes out and this is like faints. Basically he puts her on the bed and this is where I was met with a crossroad to where this is the, what I said was the biggest what if moment. I have no idea what would have happened if I had stayed but the two people I was with, people who drove were five hours away from campus. I'm eight hours away from my home. No one even really knows I'm here. I have to make a choice if I'm going to stay with what I'm convinced is a possessed female and an extremely abusive father. And another thing about the father is I don't want to say what his role was, but his net worth is like $200 million. Like he's he's a he's a head of one of a major of a major company on the East coast. So he's like an extraordinarily powerful individual. Yeah. So this was in my head. I'm thinking he could just send me on a boat out into the ocean and no one would even know about it. So this is all going through my head along with her being possessed. And then I'm by myself with no way home. And I, I left, you know, I, I don't know if it was cowardice. I, I think it is. I don't know for sure. Um, but I, I left, I ran away. And uh, the only contact I had after that was a few phone calls that we recorded. Um, I have those recordings too. And uh, the only really odd things that happened were I went to see a pastor named Janice by to try and talk about this because I didn't know who else to go to. And she didn't really want a whole lot to do with it. She told me to go talk to the Catholics. I was like, I don't want to talk to the Catholics. Um, but she, uh, I got a call from Nat asking me how my meeting with Janice by went, who was the pastor. And I was like that there's, there's no way. And this was kind of the last straw. Cause I was like, I don't know who I'm talking to. I can't keep doing this. You know, this is ruining my life basically. And then, and I don't think it was her, but it started calling me all sorts of slurs and terrible things and said, never call this number again, blah, blah, blah. And then it blocked me on everything. So I haven't had contact in probably seven years now. Um, the whole thing took about three months maybe four months but i think that's about everything <laughs> oh my um, nothing God. else really happened i don't have too many others that's the whole thing i don't have any like fun stories or anything to add to it that's pretty much the whole thing i think that's the, the mean potatoes of it oh my goodness let's break into this man oh. yeah oh. if you got anything I'm, i'd love to answer any questions okay uh 
That's going to be one of the scariest stories I've ever heard in my life. It was the worst day of my life for, uh, for a while. I couldn't sleep at night. Yeah. I had to uh, sleep during the day and I would just be awake all night long with all the lights in the house on. I didn't like to sleep in a house by myself. You know, I always had, and I now, like <laughs> since that day, I've carried a Bible with me every single place I've ever gone. Um, yeah. I have it in my back pocket, no matter what. Um, yeah. No matter where I'm going, to, literally anywhere. <laughs> um, I but uh, I think now I've finally mentally prepared enough, I guess, or cleared my mind enough where I'm not as afraid anymore. Um, I'm still a little bit nervous telling the story because I don't want to invite any of this back. Right. Um, it's left me alone since then, and I would like to keep it that way if if possible. But with just how crazy the world is and how insane everything is, I felt like now is probably as good a time as any to get this out there and chronicled in more than just my laptop that someone can find in a thousand years or whatever. Right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you did, Gabe, because you're right. The times we're living in, buddy, people need to know that this is real. Yeah, that I it's, agree. It's more and more prevalent. I know this was seven or eight years ago. But it is everywhere. These demonic forces, these spirits that persuade, and it, it attacks the youth, you know, teenagers, young adults. They're so malleable. You know, they're so easy to manipulate. And that's exactly who they target. And so young adults and parents of young adults and teenagers, they need to hear these kind of stories, man. So they know it's not, not necessarily. I mean, I don't want to give a scapegoat for every, you know, mean teenager out there but you're not necessarily dealing with you know an unruly kid there could be forces at work that you have to be aware of and be be mindful of be watching for yeah i agree and i don't think all of them get to this point i think this is an extraordinary case where it was a combination of a mother that was practicing dark arts yeah. like that's what she was doing yeah. you know and she talked about her mom having uh voodoo dolls of each of the kids all four kids she had voodoo dolls and of the and of her dad and i had to just try to explain like that's not a normal thing most parents don't have dolls made up of their children that they carry around that's a very odd practice yeah so i think it's an extraordinary case of her being abused of her mom practicing horrible things and of just being a traumatized individual and not having the Lord, not having heard of the Bible, not having any religious protection at all. Um, and I, I sort of lean towards that if you are protected by God, I don't think these things can physically hurt you, right. but I do think they can mentally attack you. I think that's their, that's their strategy. And I don't really know what they are. I don't have any concrete, oh, these are for sure. This was, you know, this ex demon or that arch, whatever. I don't know any of those things. I've never found any, anyone that has given me any answers that I'm like, oh, this guy for sure has it right. All I know is that it's for sure an evil force and it for sure responds to the name of Jesus Christ. Those are the things that I know. So that's, that's all I can really say about it. I think as far as like what they are, how to deal with it. Like, I don't know. And I've never done any other ones. I don't want to do any exorcisms. I don't want to be a part of any of that. No way. That's no fun. 
I was not, I didn't want to do this. I was put into a situation that I felt like I had no other option, but to do it. Um, but I don't know. Some people like that stuff. I don't think it's fun. I don't think you should mess around with it. I don't think it's a good time. No, I don't either. And I think you're right that this is, this case is kind of like the perfect storm. You know, her parents were traumatizing her. They kept her away from God. Um, her mother practicing these dark arts as voodoo or whatever. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're looking for the pack that will help you survive the worst day of your life or a pack to use for your everyday carry that you'd never have to worry about failing. If you're looking for the perfect bug out bag, the perfect bushcraft pack uh, for camping, hiking, whatever your needs, go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check it out. All products are 100% made in America. You can use promo code Bump 22 and save 10% site wide. All right, that's Bump B U M P 22 to save 10% site wide. This is a veteran owned business. Like I said, every component of every product made in America the buckles, the zippers, the straps, American made. Um, there's never been a more important time than now to bring it home. You know what I mean? So go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Best products on the market. I've got videos on YouTube about it if you want to see it. Um, or just go to the website. Check it out. SquatchSurvivalGear.com. It kind of makes me think that maybe that's why her old dad is so successful. You know? We've, we definitely talked about that. Um, deals being made or curses or whatever they want to do to to put themselves in these positions and it uh, all kind of adds up and fits in, in that weird satanic cult mindset. Like if you, if you come from that worldview too, where I know a lot of the, the swarm, the tinfoil hat people, they do kind of have that. Everyone's a lizard person. And I don't disagree, um, but they kind of, this all fits together, which is why it made it so insane to all of us. We're like how this all makes sense to all the conspiracy theorists. Like everyone that we laugh at and that I would laugh at up until that point, like, yeah, dude, world's flasher thing. Um, they, they're kind of right. <laughs> like this proves it. And that's what's so messed up. And because the, the screwed up part is my, my kid had me watch a show and I know she, I think she was doing it as a little jab to me. It was uh, called Inside. <laughs> Have you seen that show, that cartoon on Netflix? Uh, I don't know it. No. Well, it's called Inside Job, and it's a cartoon about um, this this group called Conspicuous. Okay. <laughs> that, tries, <laughs> that tries to hide all of the world's conspiracies. You know, it's it's an alphabet government agency, and they create this robot president to do its bidding, to do their bidding. Oh, man. He <laughs> short circuits and decides to go rogue, and then they're trying to freak out how to how to cover up everything. And 
the the problem with this show, and I, I'm going off on a tangent, and I don't mean to, but it, it'll come back. You're good. The problem with the show <laughs> is, you know, it, it's trying to make conspiracy theories look crazy, but what it's really doing is proving everything. <laughs> <laughs> That there's really this mass cover up and all this stuff's real, man. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. I don't limit anything anymore. No, like I it, used to get good. It, it goes straight into it. Like you have these death cults, these satanic cults are literally running the world. And yeah. you don't have to believe in the devil. They believe in the devil and they get their power from that. Correct. There's there's sorcerers there's, run the world. Yes, literally. Yeah. And that's so yeah, weird. it's insane. <laughs> and people look at, look at us like we're crazy for believing it but just pay attention to what's going on yeah. and like you said it's more and more obvious now than ever and i think that's that's proof that we're getting toward the end times i think i know every generation has said that forever but i don't know of any time more obvious than right now yeah. i mean god is so far removed from everything the world is and like you said it you don't have to believe in it they believe in it and that's enough, you know, and I, I forget what the word was. There's a dude on TFH the other day that was talking about, it might've been on your podcast too, um, talking about how you can, you can kind of create these cryptids in your mind. Yeah. Like there's this uh, uh, collective consciousness that I think can give power to something that shouldn't have had it in the first place or might not have even existed in the first place. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of where we're at now. Yeah. It's kind of like uh they 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 hit on that on that TV show Supernatural years ago. Uh, <laughs> yep. Because you know there's truth in everything you watch, man. Uh, it's called a tulpa. You can create this this creature, and if enough people believe in it and put their intent into it, it kind of manifests. You know. Yeah. And it's, it's I agree like, with that. Um, but you said something. You said a couple things. I wanted to wanted to hit on. And I okay. These topics, man. I. I've been doing a lot of spiritual battling lately. And so this came at the perfect time. I'm like, I'm hot blooded and I'm full of faith. Right <laughs> it's, it's the perfect time. Right on. <laughs> it's, it's not cowardice at all. When you left, that was, that was a self-preservation moment. And I don't want you to take any kind of guilt or blame or concern or worry. You didn't want that stuff to happen. You weren't putting yourself in that position intentionally. You were chosen. You were put there. Um, to set you on whatever path you're supposed to be on, but that wasn't cowardice, man. To to do what a a young man would do is get the hell away from that. You know yeah, what I mean, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I uh, I it, I definitely still struggle with it. I mean, yeah. I don't want to say I have PTSD or whatever because I know there are real veterans who actually have PTSD. But I I think about it every day. Like I've thought about this every day for eight years like there's uh, not one day goes by where it doesn't at least blink in my mind oh remember that time oh remember that time you know and this is why it's a little bit of a struggle to recollect everything because for eight years i've been trying to get rid of it i've been trying to move remove it from my thoughts every time it comes up so for actually it was good that we didn't do it on wednesday and you said let's do it on saturday Cause I got to sit on it and really think about everything that happened and try to put it back in order because I've been trying to dismantle it for so long. So it was good. It was a good practice. I think to be able to put it all back together and be like, this is really what happened. Here's the sound set. 
story and let's be able to tell it and move on. So well, I'm glad I waiting. do appreciate that. Hey, and no problem, man. And, you know, that is PTSD. You don't have to be a vet for that. You don't have to be in any kind of war situation. It's, it's whatever. It's not even a, a necessarily a, a literal life or death situation for PTSD. That's a traumatic stress. And you definitely went through a traumatic stress, <laughs> you know, and, and you're yeah. dealing with it and you're living with it and it's changed you and it comes back For to sure. your mind. That's that, that is PTSD. Now you can't go get diagnosed with it probably because if you go to a doctor, <laughs> hey, look, this possessed yeah. chick tried to float out of the room and I had to grab her. Yeah. You yeah. know, they'll be like, okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's some different meds for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it is what it is, man. And I'm, I'm sorry, my phone's ringing in the background. No, no problem, no problem. Uh, it, it's what you're you're stuck living with, you know. But you're obviously you're functioning. You're a successful person. You have your own business. You got your own show going on. You uh, you're doing it. But uh, it just sucks that it's you have to come to a, a radio show in order to to be able to even talk about it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's not, it's like, I'm not going to go tell any of my roommates or any of my, any of my training partners at the gym. Like, I'm not going to be like, Hey, guess what happened to me eight years ago? Let's talk about this. I'll be like, yeah, dude, we have to go find another friend. You're right. You know, and even if they don't think that this is something that they have to either think, okay, this dude is crazy and he's lying or some things that I don't want to believe now are true. And I don't want to have to make them make that choice because I would just like to just be friends normally with people. Um, so that's, that's, kind of, that's why I don't tell the people I'm close to, I guess. Yeah. So cut, cut to you living with this closet trauma. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's tough. That's tough, man. I, I'm, I really appreciate it. Like for real that you're willing to come talk about it. Well, you I, seemed honestly, you seem like the best person to talk to about it. I mean, I've listened to so many of your episodes and the kind of people that have come on this show that go through all sorts of things that I've never heard of in my whole life. So I was like, okay, maybe there are other people that have gone through insane things that maybe I should talk to Bo about this and just see, you know, if, if we could help somebody maybe, or if, you know, anyone else is going through it, they'd be like, okay, there's someone else out there. I'm not saying reach out. You don't have to do that. Right. Um, but if, uh, if you want to find, but you don't have to do that. Uh, just know that there are, are other people that have gone through insane things that you can come out the other side and things will be okay. You can figure it out and just make sure, I mean, I don't know if it works for everybody, but just putting all of my chips in God's basket has been Amen. the only option for me. So I would say do that if you're struggling. Amen. I appreciate that, man. And yeah, I hope people do feel comfortable enough to come forward on whatever platform and whatever way um, it helps. Yeah, to like talk, you said, I, I think it's more important now that people talk about these things because it is happening more and more often. Like these things are happening more and more often all over the world. And with the increase in technology, we're getting footage of it and people are only going to be able to deny it for so long. They're only going to be able to say that's a hoax. That's a fraud for so long eventually it's going to come knock and it's going to be at the front door and there's nothing they're going to be able to do about it so prepare now absolutely absolutely prepare now um you mentioned that there was a there were certain scriptures and bible verses that that you were trying to help with yeah um there are 
a lot of people listening to the show right now that probably have no clue where to go to find this kind of stuff. So would you be open to discussing like, I like Psalm 91. Psalm 91 is a good, it's a good protection prayer to put over your kids or, or your loved ones mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, what are some other good Bible verses you think that people could refer to for help? Yeah. I mean, I said earlier, I go to Psalm 23 a lot. Um, walk through the valley of shadow death that's psalm 23 4 there's a little bit before that Mm -hmm. um that's a great one to go to ephesians is also awesome to put on the armor of god um that's a a great a great passage to read and great go to i love personally i love romans i go to romans 9 all the time when i listen to paul i think paul is awesome and powerful and this the very first line of romans 9 is paul a servant of god a servant of the lord but it translates to slave a slave of the word yes. like that's how powerful he felt about it like it's a slave of the word so i read romans all the time i think it's awesome super powerful so that's that's where i would go and and if you're brand new to scripture if you don't know anything about it i usually tell people to go to the book of john that's everything you need to know about the life of christ in the most digestible way Everything else we can kind of piece back together as we go, learn that, get that, and then we'll move from there. That's the most important part to go to. Like Luke's great, but Luke was a doctor, so it's a little trickier writing. But but John, he's he's the man's man. So you get down there and you can get some good good info from the book of John. So if you have nothing, go there. If you're looking for something new, go to Romans. If you're looking for specific verses, Psalm 23, 4, and... uh, Ephesians, I don't remember the exact verse, but putting on the armor of God. Absolutely. That's what I would go for. I would agree with every bit of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like the book of John, you're right. It's like, you know, you read through Matthew and you're like, oh, that's a whole lot of begat this and begot that. And, okay, <laughs> yeah. and then, you know, Mark is like a little bit easier. And then mm-hmm. Luke's like, okay, that's, that's also some, some pretty good words. But John is just like, <laughs> here you go yeah yeah here it is break it down for you man Mm -hmm. and a lot of people they they like the new king the the king james version die hard you know what i mean for me because i i don't want to have to think (laughs) you know (laughs) i I got the new american standard bible sure yeah they said it's a the most literal translation that they can get to the you know original text but it is written in layman's terms so if you don't want to read the yeah. these thou those and thus yep there's the niv there's the nasb there's the the esv is really good ESV. English My standard version. yep yep that's the yep. one i carry around is it yeah i like it a lot it's just a little pocket one here that's perfect size yeah it fits right in my back pocket dude fits with the wallet it's great Yes, the the one I carry around, I'm I'm at, in my house right now, so I don't have it on me. It's my jacket, but it's like one of those little tiny. It's like a vest pocket. You yeah, know? <laughs> you almost got to get a magnifying glass out. <laughs> but I highlight it to death, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, my I have this is my second of these Bibles because the first one is just covered in blue ink all <laughs> over. I'm just just circling stuff, writing stuff down. The whole cover, front the you know the whole front page was just all verses about different things um i used to be what was called a caged calvinist where i was because i I like john calvin i kind of follow that theology more closely than any of the other ones 
but I was just, when I first found the Lord, man, I was so fired up all the time. And I was just writing down all the things about, you know, predestination and, you know, just, I was just getting out of control and, you know, so this is my new Bible that doesn't have quite as many markings in it, but we're getting there. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Yeah, I love it. I've, I've been on fire since the start of the year. And let me tell you, this has been the roughest year of my life. Yeah, it absolutely has. I've been hit with, you know, afflictions. I've been hit with battling people I would normally have a good relationship with. It's just been at every single turn. And that's another thing that takes me back to what you were saying. You know, these are the times we need to watch out for because the devil gets you where he can. Uh, even those that are, that are strong Christians, strong in the faith, there's some kind of chink in your armor and he knows where to hit you at, you know? So we've got to be on top of things. And that takes me back to something else you said about how uh, as a Christian, you probably can't be literally possessed. And I don't know, I, but I don't think so. I don't think so either, because we we are filled with the Holy Spirit, you know, and he would have to leave us in order for something else to take his place. And that's not going to happen. But like you also said, we can be like harassed, you know, we can be yes. oppressed. We can be. Tempted. That's, yeah, that's the word oppression, not possession. You're right. Um, and something else you said that was just so beautifully put that i don't want people to miss it this girl was your friend and when she's going through these things you're telling the story you're talking about what's going on but you don't say matt was flipping me off with both fingers matt was cussing me out you say it was flipping me off with both fingers yeah it was cussing me out because you yeah you identify that that's not her doing these things something is using her and and that takes me to, I forget where it's at in the Bible, but it's, it says flat. And we just talked about this well, what is it, Thursday night in church. Our battle is not with flesh and bone. Okay. We, yep. We're not yep. wrestling with flesh and bone. We're wrestling against principalities and, you know, dark forces. And this story is the real life version of what, what that says. You know what I mean? You lived it. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was no good but you're absolutely right that's the biggest battle we face it's not with our peers it's not with anything of this world it's it's uh yeah it's of the the evils the evil spirits of beyond you know that's where the biggest battle lies and whether that's manifesting the way it did in my case or that's manifesting in addiction or that's manifesting in any other thing that's going on in your life in disease and illness, I think all of those things can play a part in this oppression that they can put on us. And a lot of people don't like to hear that maybe, but I think that they do have, they were given some sort of authority here. I don't know to what extent, but scripture talks about that. That's where they were sent here and they have some sort of authority. You know, they talk about Lewis for the authority of the kingdom of the air. Like he has some sort of authority down here. So that's something that we have to be cautious of and pay attention to, regardless of whether we believe that or not. I don't think that's something that's really debatable. I think that's that's going on around us. The world is a much more interesting and fantastical place 
than we were led to believe and that we're still led to believe like we're led to believe that we're put in this box like man i barely believe in the laws of physics barely you know barely like there are places where you can go like you go go put the egg on the nail on the equator that's different from over here you know you go to the moon if you believe in that there's there's no laws of physics so what are we talking about laws of physics it barely makes sense i mean laws of physics at right now this very moment on this time in this (laughs) specific place this that's what you got nothing right. before nothing after we don't know weird, yes so, i'm there that's yeah, how crazy man. i am uh, it's okay i, I walk out <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I don't talk to my family about this stuff man but you can't <laughs> I, i'm getting so out there like i walk outside and i look up at the stars and i'm like i know who you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah go ahead and move yeah. i dare you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that all the time <laughs> i think that all the time oh gabe uh is there anything that you wanted to go over brother um your 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 podcast your your business anything you wanted to discuss uh let's just share it. um yeah i just one more time i'm at at revelator gabe on instagram you can check out exchanging dialogues podcasts on anywhere you listen to podcasts we have a few different shows on there um Exchange Dialogues podcast is sort of a, a network of shows. The main show that I host is uh, the Puff Puff Pass podcast, and it's a, a marijuana infused podcast, I guess. Um, but then we also have the Praise Cast on there, which is all about scripture and all about religion. And I tried to have different people of different religious beliefs come on, and we discuss religion without getting angry or yelling at each other. It's people that can sit down and have a good conversation with two different beliefs and be like, where do we agree? Mm-hmm. Where do the lines cross? I believe this happened. I believe this happened. You believe that happened. What, you know, that's what we try to try to be um, cordial with people of different religious beliefs. And then we do some video game stuff, some nerdy stuff, D and D, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the big one. And I guess I really just, just want to say like, if anyone else is going through this, it does get better. Like if you went through anything similar to this, it does improve um yes it was the worst day of my life but also that's kind of nice because something absolutely insane would have to happen for me to ever have a worse day so everything is just kind of up from there you know like that's as low as i've ever been it's as low as i think i can go it's the worst i think i can feel and whether that was situational or that was also being in like i do think my energy changed when i was around it i think there i felt i don't know for sure but i've never i'm not an angry guy i don't really yell too much but i found myself restraining from being angry a few different times where i it wouldn't have happened and it hasn't happened so but that's neither here nor there i do appreciate you letting me come on bo if uh you ever have any questions about anything like this or you ever want to talk shop um you're awesome and i would love to i'd love to come on anytime i'd love yeah. to talk anything any questions you've got um, but i don't have any other crazy stories i've never been abducted by aliens or seen Bigfoot. Or <laughs> that's it for me i'm a one one trick pony <laughs> <laughs> man that one trick was big enough hey i appreciate you know, it you know what i mean that my gosh this uh you know i've said this a handful of times before but this is one of my favorite episodes ever man it's one of my oh, favorite dude, conversations thank you so much because you're just so open about it and you speak about it so matter-of-factly, you know, and you come fr- come at this problem from the, I think, from the only perspective 
that you can come at it from. And I just, I've thoroughly loved talking to you, getting to know you. And uh, I, I'm going to be listening to your podcast. I'm going I'm to put it right at the top of the list, man. If, I can't wait. I can't wait to just oh, dive, dude, dive Thanks in. so much. No. Thank you so much. And if you ever want to come on, if you ever want to promote anything, we're not as big as you. We're not as not as interesting as you know the, the dog man and stuff. But we <laughs> we do have some fun over there. Yeah. So man, if you ever want to want to promote anything, we'd love to have you. We'd love yeah, to have love you to over there. On. I'll come on anytime. We just that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely, brother. That's yeah. great, man. We'll definitely set it up. And uh, yeah, man, if you ever want to do this again, I would absolutely love to because uh, the Bump Podcast rules. Your audience is one of the coolest audiences out there. Okay, I, I never see anything but positive coming out of them. So you guys rule. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Gabe. And I'll, I'm going to holler at you. I'll, I'm going to send you an email. Uh, I got a few more things to talk to you about. And I'd love to get those videos, man. I'd love to see Yes. I'd hate to see it, yeah. but I want to see it. <laughs> no, no, you, yeah, for sure. I'll send them right over. All right. Thanks, brother. All right. Thank you so much, Bob. Talk right, to you later. All right. That's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. If you just have to have more content, you can go to patreon.com slash the bump podcast and subscribe and be a patron. Uh, got more and more content on there every week. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, to catch up on past episodes, go to thebumppodcast.com, click the episode tab, and it'll take you to any episode you want to listen to. Also, if you want to be on the show, I would love to have you on, share your story with us, go to thebumppodcast.com, click the holler at me button, and holler at me. Send me an email, thebumppodcast at gmail.com, and uh, I'll get you on as fast as we can. All right, again, thanks for listening. I love you guys. Until next time. Don't stop believing.
was a table he beckoned the saints of old with their troubles far behind them to never suffer anymore I'm going home in the morning to that place in your life that you're you're ready to give your heart over to the Lord then I have a little a little message that I found that if you repeat it and you believe it in your heart this could help lead you closer to God to, to let Jesus Christ save you and it goes like this Heavenly Father I come to you from the depths of my heart realizing that I have sinned I repent of my sins and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died on the cross for me and my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive your Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and do your will. It is in Jesus' name that I believe and receive the things prayed this day. Amen.